0: Welcome to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. We sit down every week with our pastor, Andrew Zanaco, and ask some honest questions about what we heard from God in the previous Sunday sermon. The goal of this podcast is to help connect the dots of what God speaks to us on a Sunday morning and our everyday lives. We pray this podcast equips and encourages you in your journey of following Jesus.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. I am not Sam Best, but I do love mm. Sam Best. I'm Karis yes. Frigi. I have <laughs> Andrew Zanaka with me, my pastor, and we are hyped yes. for this conversation. We're so pumped. Um, we are in the middle of our biblical formation series. Yes. The universe mm. is what we were studying in part two, mm-hmm. who is God. Yes. Little subject. Little subject. I actually kept thinking on Sunday, you know when you used to eat those jawbreakers? Yes. You'd like go to the mall and you get in there yes. real big and you put it in your mouth and you're yes. like slobbering and it's just like and out of hurts. your cheek. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like we're doing. Yes. So I'm like, we're all a little mm. bit.
2: Totally. Like this
1: is a lot. Yes. Every Sunday. Um, and it hurts <laughs> my brain, but it stirs a lot of good conversation. Mm. So today we're not recapping the message. Mm. So you need to go back and listen if you okay, haven't. But listen. what we want to do is really just take apart some pieces of the message, find conversation mm-hmm. that hopefully is relevant for people. Totally. Because these, what we're, tra- what you're trying to do, what we're trying to do as a church, is make sure that what's happening on a Sunday morning is infiltrating our lives mm-hmm. and teaching us to live as kingdom people. Right. So good. Great. So. Um, you hit on deconstruction mm. this Sunday. I did. After a pretty epic setup, you know, we talked mm. about how big God was. We read a couple or a chapter in Job, which yeah. is not typical. Um, and then we just kind of hit on the deconstruction issue. Uh, one thing I wanted you to just repeat is the signs of deconstruction. Mm. Yeah. Will you tell us you had like three, three
2: things. Yeah. So I talked about like the, the result of it, the fruit of deconstruction. And these are, these are like big words. Yeah. And and. So I know these are kind of broad statements, but I do I think I pretty much stand by it that uh, where deconstruction leads is that it always leads to somebody not believing the Bible is the Word of God. Yes. And usually that's because there's something in there that doesn't seem loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, it almost always leads to that person then uh, leaving the church, getting distance from the church, and criticizing its leaders. Yeah. And then the third thing is either. Uh, the person doesn't believe in God anymore, or the God that the person believes in looks and sounds remarkably similar to that individual.
1: Yes, um, I love all those points. I think, I think what I want to talk about too, just on the front end, mm-hmm. is as we, as you start to know God, mm. especially if you grew up in a Christian home like you and I did, we all have to go through that period of deconstruction, almost, mm. um, not necessarily the criticizing the church part. Um, or the God part, but that first part of figuring out what we believe and wrestling Mm. with the parts that we don't understand.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Would you say that that's accurate?
2: Yeah, we all definitely need to make our faith our own. We all need to know God on our own for sure.
1: Yes, and it's not enough for someone to come on a Sunday and say, I want to be cookie cutter just like Andrew and whatever Mm. he thinks I'm going to think, which I think I, I don't know if you would feel this way, but I think maybe the generations before us, generation before us, like my my parents' generation, it was very much like this teacher is who I follow. Mm. Sounds like that was also in the New Testament, mm-hmm. right? This teacher I follow, and totally. this is what I believe <clears throat> then. Yeah. And I think what I appreciate is that Paul's always like, you didn't follow Apollos. You didn't follow Paul. You followed Jesus. Yeah. And there has to be that initial stage of deconstruction of this is mine, so I'm going to break down what I believe <clears throat> and why I believe. <clears throat> yes.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's not a tendency of generations before us. That's a tendency of people. Yes. I mean, yeah. whether it's a pastor or a politician or a policy yeah. or a musician or an Instagram influencer or whatever, we all gravitate. We're suckers for latching on to somebody.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think we're also, our tendency is to demonize anyone that we don't mm-hmm. feel similarly with. Yes. Um, So as we even get into deconstruction, I I know for myself personally, sitting there on Sunday, I'm thinking of several people in my life that I'm like, oh, I think they fall in this category. Mm. And I think I have to check my own heart leaving there feeling very vindicated and Mm. validated and like, I am not deconstructing, but Mm. they are and like, they're bad. You know what I mean? (laughs) So how would you just like encourage us to walk forward? as we yeah. as we develop these thoughts as we're having eyes to kind of see what's happening but how, what do we need to be on guard against basically no it's
2: so good that's a really great question i think even me saying saying some of this on sunday i i definitely feel it too the like i believe this and i think this needs to be said but also this could come off as like so arrogant yeah. like i'm the one guy who knows stuff right and then it's the same thing i think you're talking about which is mm-hmm. like oh i'm on the right side yes so therefore I'm better than other people. Yeah. And that is just not at all what I'm saying. That's not what we're going for.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's why we have to stay Jesus centered totally. is that I'm, this isn't about me being right. This is about Jesus being right. Yes. So this has nothing to do with me being better than anybody. This actually doesn't really have much to do with me at all. Yeah. Like none of those fruits of deconstruction have anything to do with like, I'm not I'm not personally invested or gained something from any of those things. Yeah. Like I don't want anybody in any of those camps. I don't want somebody that that's why I talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I said on Sunday during both services, like I've never, I don't think, come this like specifically yeah. and strongly against a specific thing. Yes. I mean, I called it a heresy. Yeah. And I believe that because right. it's drawing people away from Jesus. And that is tragic and costly. Yeah. And I, and that's not what we're here for. Right. We don't want that for people. So there's nothing to celebrate mm-hmm. about being right in this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just about trying to love Jesus because he's worthy mm-hmm. and then love people and and follow him and be shaped by him, yeah. Because that's what's best for everybody.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I I think I think what I've appreciated about this series is as you've talked about postmodernism, post Christian, um, I think it's important to know where we're at mm. um, in our time mm. in our season and you know like Jesus rebukes the Pharisees basically for not knowing how to read the season that they were living yeah. in and i think it's wise like we need to be wise as serpents mm-hmm. harmless as doves right yeah. and part of that is being aware of like okay this this is one of the antichrist as as like weird as that word right, can sound yeah. for people like it yeah. is a antichrist thing happening right. in our generation yeah, among the body of Christ specifically, yeah. um, I'm not even talking about like people outside of it. I'm saying like uh. literal like leaders, maybe in the faith who mm. are actually using words like deconstruction, right, mm-hmm. and identifying this. Yeah, and I'm not
2: calling a person. You're not calling a person the Antichrist. It's like what the no, Bible totally. says: the Antichrist spirit, which yes. is the reason it's an Antichrist spirit, is because of everything we're talking about. Yeah. It's self-centered worldview right. and faith instead of Jesus-centered worldview and exactly. faith. So anything that tries to take Jesus out of the center is anti Christ,
1: <laughs> and I think what I as I have been listening to you the the challenge for me walking away is, am I doing this?
2: Mm, yeah,
1: is deconstruction in my thoughts as I'm scanning things and trying to figure out where I stand on mm. certain issues, especially the past year we've had, it's oh like, my gosh, yeah, everyone, your opinion is so validated by social media, right? And then
0: mm. it's
1: also so demonized by right. social media. Totally. and so you' have got to figure out what you think and mm. what's right, what's wrong, and where do you stand. And I think, I think for me the challenge is: Am I seeing these fruits in my own heart? Am I criticizing the church because of a gap I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. And I think you know, as you as we as we discover our giftings, maybe when we, what we see missing in the local church mm-hmm. is maybe where we should step in, right?
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Kind of solves. Yeah, that exactly.
2: Usually, you have eyes for the gap you should be filling.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the God that looks like you. I was talking with someone and this is one of the questions for the podcast was how do you know when to have conversations with people about like hey this god that you love mm. looks like you but i just read something this week in the bible and that's not actually what he did mm-hmm. how, how do you engage in conversation with people yeah and who do you engage
2: yeah in? no it's so good <laughs> that's a great question and really hard yeah. um where i i don't know i'm not gonna like give the perfect answer for everything for sure uh, a couple of things. I think I'm really personally and leaning towards and encouraging people away from like public conversation. Absolutely. It's, I'm I'm leaning in on, and I'm not saying this is exactly right, but one thing I'm kind of experimenting on right now is if like, if I don't have the relationship to pu- pu- pull up my phone and call you right now, I probably don't have a right to have a public opinion about you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been really helpful for me personally. Yes. And I think it would be go a long way. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people... Uh, criticize people publicly because they think that person's wrong opinion makes the church look bad publicly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that what looks way worse is the church crucifying Christians all the, over the place. Yeah. So I say we reduce the crucifixions first yeah. and then we can deal with the opinions. So, um, yeah, if, if you're not in a relationship with somebody, I'd say, first of all, just cheer them on and believe the best. Um, anyways,
0: it's good. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, uh, I got as, distracted. as far as
1: as far as friends. Yeah, okay. So, Let's say yes, I'm thank with you. friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think no, I don't know, that that's hard. I and know. I don't have like the perfect answer for but that. But you're supposed to because it's just yeah, honest. The, honest, the honest answers. Honest answers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so if there's relationship, you know, I think then it's like you got to be willing to know like what can you do in love and in relationship and what are you willing to lose and why, yeah. you know, like yeah. am I doing this to be right or am I doing this to be loving? And I think one of the hardest parts about everything going on, the, the climate we live in right now is that like disagreement comes off as hate. Totally. And I mean, heck, I, I'm wrestling with that even like this going through this series. Yeah. I'm like, we're calling some stuff out and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and I know that people are going to hear things and think that, because I disagree with them, I and therefore the church, and therefore God probably hates them, yeah, and it 's like well that 's not what I said, yeah, so if there 's got to be a layer of like if you want to take it that way, you can take it that way, but i 'm responsible for what i 'm responsible for before God, am I doing this with the pure heart, most pure heart I can, yeah, and I think it 's the same thing as we talk with people and friends in our lives is like. Gauging if someone's coming to me and saying, "No, this is how God is. This is all this sort of thing," and you can just ask the question, like, "Are you wanting to dialogue about this?" Yes.
1: Or do (laughs) I have your ear? Yeah. Like, can we have a conversation? Are we
2: talking about this, or are you telling me things? Yes. Because if you're telling me things, then it's like, okay, great. I'll like, I'll, I'll sit here and I guess listen. If if that's the type of relationship you want to have, where you come and give me your one sided opinion on things, it's like, okay. Great, I'll just sit here and listen.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, you want a dialogue? Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I have thoughts too. Yeah. Like we're actually both humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. And so if you can set the stage for conversations, then it's not everybody's coming to the table trying to be right about everything. Yeah. But it's like, are we friends who want to talk about something? Yes. Okay, cool. Then let's be friends who talk about this. Yeah. This isn't like something else. Yeah. Let's let's clarify what's happening here.
1: Yeah. Um, which leads me to kind of you know we we talked about sometimes the root of the deconstruction is a is a deep wound mm. you know whether it's like someone in the church did something to me yeah. whether it's i read the bible and like i'm really triggered mm. you know it's like such yeah. a popular word right now but like mm-hmm. i am triggered by the fact that yeah. um, like i remember we did the bible reading plan and someone said it was yeah. when elisha <laughs> called down the, the bears to eat the young men yes do you remember that yeah love the person and sh- like this person was like i'm like kind of offended by that and yeah. I, I was like I didn't even notice that. And I have children. I should be yeah. offended too. You know, like it was like that <laughs> moment of like, oh yeah. no. And yeah. you know, and it, it kind of reminds me of when Jesus, his disciples are like, do you want us to call down fire on mm. this city? And he's like, you don't even know what spirit you're of. So there's like yeah. this, this tension in the word when I read it, it can offend me. And it, so I think as we approach deconstruction, we look at different people maybe who are champions of it mm. or in our own hearts, it's these places of deep wound that aren't healing, right? <laughs> Aren't healing properly and so the reaction is to take offense and i think it's that step one fruit where you said um that you question the bible right Mm. because there are parts of it that i don't love yeah and i i want to just hear from you what do you do when you hit a passage that you're like man i wouldn't have done it that way
2: yeah no it's so good the first thing i want to say is what you're hitting on i think is so good and it goes along the lines of nobody nobody and i'm not trying to demonize anybody even in saying deconstruction is heretical, yes. I'm not demonizing people. Yeah, yeah. It's just let's be clear about things that are trying to take us away from Jesus. Because I think what you're saying is so true. I don't. I haven't met anybody who is maybe going and going down the deconstruction train or whatever that like it doesn't start with something that really does need to be talked about. Yeah. Like that was a really bad situation or Absolutely. somebody actually really did something bad right. or you really did get hurt or mm-hmm. disappointed or, or whatever. or Like that's a really great question about mm-hmm. the bears and the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it usually always starts with like, no, let's actually talk about that. Mm-hmm. That's great. But the the premise, it goes back to what I was saying this week is that I read the Bible to hear about, who God is from him. And then I need to decide what to do with that. I know. But I'm not coming to the Bible to tell God what he's like or pick the parts that I like or not. So who, if God is in the beginning, then he is who he is. I know. And I I need to let himself define. I actually
1: thought you said it wrong. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, you're not really giving us an answer. You're like, you're deciding what to do with what God does, yeah, and that's more like I'm like that's the rubber meeting the road. what do you exactly. do then, yeah, when he's offending me,
2: yeah, totally <laughs> which I, is, which I think go- yeah totally well no it, I think you're totally right, I think it comes back to like the cornerstone of theology being that God is good mm. and okay i'm I'm assuming one thing either way I'm either assuming that I'm good, or I'm assuming God's good. I know. So I'm offended by the kids and the bears thing.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And so since that passage doesn't give me a full explanation that I find satisfactory, I'm now going to assume that since it's not a fully explained explanation that I find satisfactory and I'm really good, then God must not be good because I disagree with what he did there. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's the train of thought. I know. And that's subconscious, but the starting place has to be, okay, God's good. Right. And so what he does is good. That doesn't mean that I know and can tell you right now, how was the bear and the kids thing, God being good? Yes. I can't tell you. Maybe, maybe I, like, whatever. Maybe there's things in here. Maybe I can explain some things or somebody can, but it, that's not even the point. Mm. The point isn't, does Andrew have a good answer to defend God?
0: Yeah.
2: The point is, <laughs> but I, don't I know. I need that answer. I know. I know. But the point is, God is good. Yeah. So if I get an answer, that's great. Yeah. If I don't, I have to accept that too. Yeah. But he is good. And it goes even to some of the other questions I know we got, and we'll just kind of jump into this. But mm-hmm. people asking, and I've asked these questions in the 30-day Bible reading we did with people. There's a lot of these questions going back and forth. Yeah. And someone was asking, you know, how can God be good when everybody on earth gets killed but Noah or he kills the firstborn of Egypt yeah. or all these sort of different things? Yeah. And I think... Like this isn't sarcastic. It's like, okay, let's have a pop quiz Bible trivia. Fill in the blank. The wages of sin is Death. All have blank and fallen short of the glory of God.
1: All have sinned.
2: Yes. So we more often than we think come to the Bible with the assumption that everybody's really good.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think I don't think it's about the Bible as much as I mean, yes, to the Bible. Right. And I think that is, I think in centuries past, as you look even at literature, that wasn't the common belief, like, of mankind. Mm. Um, like, you know, especially yeah. 16, 17, 18, like, they yeah, had yeah. this aware, innate awareness of sin or the, the depravity of man was mm. probably more talked about. Mm. We, I think we have moved, if you look like, you mm. know, like, writings, yeah. religious writings, whereas we've moved into a a different, it's almost like a reformation against that, yeah. where the human is good. Totally. And...
2: It's the I mean, humanist, it's it's a humanist like, worldview and postmodern. Yes, it's, it's, right. it's exactly what we're talking about.
1: I know. in the outworkings of it. Yeah. While, while I think it is rooted in like, yeah, we have innate value and worth and 100%. Jesus loves us enough to die for us and we're mm. the bride of Christ. So there is value yeah. on us. And like, but me, I was talking to Chad about this recently, me by myself in my brain is not good. Mm. Like if I'm left to myself. Yeah. He's always like, why are you sad on vacation with just our family? I'm like, oh, because me alone without another human to talk to is like a low place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I need uh, a human to lift me yeah, out of that yeah. low place. And I feel like knowing our own mm. depravity yeah. is hard.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the self centered worldview that says, I don't need God. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying and uncomfortable to realize that the Bible really does say what I just said. I know. Which is that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. Right. And it's like, well, shoot, yeah. if that's true, right. Andrew, then we we need a Savior. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus is not... Like, Jesus is... This is a big deal. Yeah. Like, Jesus dying on the cross for our sins wasn't just, like, a kind thing for somebody mm. to do who thinks people are great. Yeah. Like, it is the desperate need of all of humanity yeah. that we have a Savior and we be forgiven Mm -hmm. in Jesus Mm -hmm. because we have sinned and the wages of of our sin is death, death for us and death for everything and everybody around us. Mm -hmm. Like that's the reality that we're living in. And I'm not saying that like all people just are like worthless. It's it's not that, but it's just honest. Yeah, That's like people do not, we do not know how to bring life. We do not know how to create cultures that, flourish by ourselves we do not know how to be the center of the universe we do not know how to be the center of things and that's the it's just worth being that clear about because everything in our world is telling us that right now politics on both sides are making this argument that if smart people can just get in the right seats on the right bus everything will be okay Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know if everybody would just think like me and my good idea everything will be okay yeah If everything just goes the way I want it to go and I think it should go, if everybody feels the way I think everybody should feel, everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not that easy. It's Mm -hmm. not that basic. That's way too simplified. Yeah. The problem is that, is the problem is death. And it's the consequence of all of our sin collectively, but like my sin, Mm -hmm. my sin breaks things.
1: Yeah. I, I think, you know, we talked about this before, but the, isaiah passage when he's he sees the lord high and lifted up mm. and you know like the train of his robes filling yeah. the temple and like there's crazy yes. animals but then he has this moment he says woe to me for i am yeah. ruined and yeah um like isaiah was probably a good guy right. you know and yeah. i think so often i think i'm like measuring my goodness kind of like relatively like mm-hmm. i'm like oh, i'm not as bad as this person i'm better mm-hmm. than this person or whatever not better but like i do things totally. right. yeah I didn't totally mess right that bad and yeah I think what you're saying, it's this personal humility
0: mm.
1: as we approach this conversation and as we look at even yeah. uh, the Bible of, uh, like, this thing is never wrong, so something must be wrong in my thinking, mm. almost. Like, yeah. uh, and I remember wrestling with this, especially in different seasons, but the, t- the definition of good was mm-hmm. hard for me. Like yeah, God's yeah, yeah. good, but what if His definition of goodness and yeah. mine are right. very different? Right. And I then have to wrestle with that disappointment, almost. Totally. Of?
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, we're just going to go along. We're just going to keep keep having this conversation. So I think that's so good. I think that's why (laughs) it's so powerful. Genesis 1, I think it's verse 4, Mm -hmm. and God saw the light and it was good. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was before anybody was ever around. Yeah. God defined good before anybody's ever around. That's really good. And so the the postmodern theology is Mm -hmm. that God is good to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, well yeah, God's good to you, but God is good. Yeah, Where we get dangerous is we add on the to me part, and that becomes a lev- something we leverage against God. Mm-hmm. Do I think God's been good to me? My answer then impacts, well, is God even good?
1: Right. And I will say, though, yeah. that the key, I think, like, I was just reading like the Romans yeah. eight twenty eight, that like yeah. he does, he works things for good, but not right. everything that happens to me is good, is everything that happens right. to me God. Mm-hmm. Can I release him yeah. when I'm offended by what he does? Yeah,
2: well, right. And so what does good mean? Yeah. Yes, God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So we've got to get to the right picture here, yeah. which is whatever God does is God being good. Mm-hmm. So whatever God did, it's good. That doesn't mean I liked it mm-hmm. or that even I saw it was good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, and it, you know, like, good in what time frame? Yeah, I know. Good in what perspective? Good according to what measurement? Mm-hmm. So we need to question our questions, not because they're bad questions, but because we need to question our questions.
1: I know. And, it, like, that, it, to me, feels like the gospel then becomes really hard to advertise mm. to people. Yeah. Um, I think we try to—I think— I think mm. it is less compelling to say to someone, Jesus loves you yeah. enough that he's going to ask you to die mm. to everything you love and carry a cross with him,
0: yeah.
1: and there will be an eternal reward, and I can't guarantee anything's mm-hmm. going to be easy on earth, not that it's going to be easy without yeah. him, but I can guarantee you'll get a reward in heaven because that feels so abstract. Yeah, and I, totally. I, I literally was just like with the Lord, like, Lord, I, I must not believe the reward is good because I don't really want to endure, you know? Like I'm serious, so, where he says, "Like, behold, I'm coming soon. So and my reward is with me." I'm like, I, like "I don't want that reward." Yeah, like I think I'd like a big house <laughs> so and a nice true. life and my kids to be healthy and like never hear the word cancer or death or blah oh, blah, blah blah. So and that's why i like, I'm not, and
2: we're not like, I'm not coming down on anybody. I'm right. like, I'm with you. Like, yeah. I don't want hard. I know, but like, but
1: you read the New Testament in a couple yeah, days, you read and you're the, like, "This yeah, is hard." Yeah, exactly. It's There's all really hard. There's
2: like and it's like. It's also, though, the wake-up call, too, that's like, yeah, it's not appealing to say that to somebody, Mm -hmm. but there is a genuine, honest question that can go along with it. It's like, I know that doesn't sound great, but be honest. How's it going your way?
1: I know. I know. Like, let's be real. Not even,
2: not you, but like, let's be real here, folks. Like, Like, it's what I think a couple weeks ago, you know, when I was saying... Like we look around and we look at these ancient cultures who believed all this crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and we're like, like
0: they just couldn't
2: explain things, they didn't have a good grasp on how the yes. world worked, and so but like but we have a really good grasp on things now,
1: yeah, right, it's like
2: really, <laughs> yeah. like which thing, yeah, which thing do we have a good grasp on
1: yeah i I almost felt. So for those who've been referencing this Bible reading plan, you did, you had a couple people Mm -hmm. join on to read the Bible in 30 Mm -hmm. days. And I felt that as I read it, my first fear was like, oh, I don't know if I want to read the book that's supposed to sustain me for my whole life in 30 days. Like I do it over a year and that still feels very mysterious, but in 30 days, like I'll probably get it. Mm. That's laughable, right? Nice. But then you read it and you're (laughs) like, oh man, I have so many more questions now. Yeah. Okay, so back to our original question Great. was what do you do with the Bible? Yeah. You know, and, and you answered <clears throat> that when things bad things happen in there and you I think I think where I want to go next is the the deconstruction of um, the the personal church thing and what you would say to people, just even on our own church. Okay. Just kinda like yeah. it's almost like an advertisement of like, hey, this is the gospel, the gospel's not comfortable, but also this is what being part of church is, this is mm. not comfortable. So how do you like how do you stay in it for the long haul? You Ooh, know?
2: How do you stay in the church for the long haul? Yeah, That's a great question. Good. Yeah. Uh, wow. By um, being humble and yeah. having faith and grace, yeah. <laughs> I think believing what the Bible says about the church, because I think, um, we need to let the Bible shape our understanding of what the church is before mm-hmm. we just assume some things about it. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I'm going to slow down here for a second. The Bible says that when we are born again and baptized, We're baptized by water and by the spirit Mm -hmm. into one body. We're all individual members Mm -hmm. of one body Mm -hmm. and Jesus is the head. Mm -hmm. That body is the body of Christ. So that can become cliche, but let's get out of the norm for a second. So we are the flesh and bone of Jesus on earth. We are individual members of the whole. We are the fullness of him who fills all in all. We are the manifold wisdom of God presented to the earth. This is like another
1: like jawbreaker moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is R- not,
2: right. This is not Which, going well. No, I don't know how to. Even that's what we understand. have to, But that's the point. It's <laughs> yes. like, oh, I thought it was like, I thought I went on Sunday to hear a good message yes. and hopefully some songs I like. Yes. and it's like, no, the Bible never said that. Yes, I love songs, mm-hmm. and I think it's great that we do it on Sundays, and I hope you like it, mm-hmm. but that's not the point it's like why we say at, why we say for us as a church jesus is the target audience yeah. not me yeah. not you not anybody else mm-hmm. like people is not really the target audience of the church
0: yeah.
2: It's jesus now you can't be about jesus and not be about people right but the flip side and where i think deconstruction and lots of other things come out of is where you become all about people you can easily not be about jesus mm-hmm. So, or you start shaping Jesus to look a lot like people instead mm-hmm. of trying to be a people who get shaped into look like Jesus yeah. so if that's what the Bible says about the church then I'm desperate yeah. to be connected to the people to the people of God because I this is not just about my own personal relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. because I can't have relationship with Jesus away from his body
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I have to be connected to the rest of Of the people of God and to a local people of God, and that means I have to have what that what those people have to bring. I have to have their strengths and their weaknesses, and and they need mine Mm -hmm. as well. You know, like that's a really big deal. Yes. So it actually is part of being alive in Jesus is being connected to the church. And the church is made up of people and it's always been hard. It's always been messy because people have always been hard and people have always been messy. Except for me. Except for you, of course. <laughs>
0: Just kidding.
2: <laughs> I don't. No. Um, so, so we need to, I think first we have to know what we're signing up for. Yeah. That'll help us be there for the long run. Yes.
0: Long, I, for sure. So that's why
2: I go into all of that is the mm-hmm. pers- we have to know what we're signing up for. Because when I think church is about me enjoying my Sunday experience and everything going perfectly all the, and or whatever, whatever I think it is other than what the Bible says, and it's not that, then I think, ah, the church sucks yep. and I don't need it or it hurt me and all those kinds of things. I don't need to be connected to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay maybe something really legit you know did happen that needs to be addressed but now we're getting into defining it on your own and stuff
1: it's good i think to land the plane of our conversation i think like my takeaway thoughts from this i hope everyone else is hearing Mm. this too Is just genuinely we need humility like we need it with each other we need it with the word of god we need it with with what we're thinking about in the culture and Mm. we need to like maybe end the sentence with like, I don't know, mm. but like he does <laughs> and I'm going to trust him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like we're really actually here to like follow Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, there's all that. I mean, we're already long. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? Sam, are we forgetting anything? Oh, good. <laughs> Sam says it's good.
1: I think, Sam's like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Sam will be back next week, guys. Um, <laughs> no, this is great. I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, awesome. Let's do pray to close it because Please. we're just, oh. yeah. Lord, we are, we're just thankful that we're allowed to talk about things. And I thank you, too, that you um, entrust us with mystery. Mm-hmm. And um, so we just rest our hearts in you. And I pray for everything that was stirred up by the Sunday, any person we, oh, we even thought of in our own personal lives that were like, oh, deconstruction, that we just bless them, God. And we ask for humility to be what we clothe ourselves with. Like Colossians says, that we'd walk in humility toward you and toward one another. Mm-hmm. And I just, I I thank you for this series. I pray that the fruit of it would be good and would abound in our lives, Mm. Lord. In your name, amen.
2: Amen. Thanks, Karis.
1: Yep. See you next week.
2: See ya.